Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show on this fine Wednesday morning. I have to tell you, it is so beautiful on my ranch right now. The grass is getting greener and greener, and the trees are green and looking fresh, and it's just so (sighs) peaceful. (laughs) It looks... um, inspiring. I really, really, really am enjoying it. And when the sun comes out and the trees kind of have a little bit of a sparkle to them, I've been really stopping and enjoying the view and going outside as much as I can just to be in that energy of renewal and refresh. And it's working. (laughs) It's working. I was doing this little um, quiz thing in a book about um, stress. And I'm like, well, I think I'm okay. And I I took the the quiz and, yeah, to my surprise, I qualified for pretty stressful, pretty stressful life right now. And it got me to pondering, of course, as I do, how we can get into the pattern or simply the energy of juggling and, you know, being stressed and frazzled, overwhelmed, and we don't even notice it anymore. It just becomes our normal. I went, whoa, okay. Because one of the things is you're forgetful and can't focus. Uh, Yeah, yeah, if I don't write it down... I am juggling a lot of things, and I I forget. And I don't know how many times I've started one project and then moved on to one and then went back like, why didn't I finish that? Squirrel, right? Um, It gave me a bit of a wake-up call, um, an energetic nudge, if you will, to look at my life, to look at what what I'm dealing with, um, reprioritize, And take a step back and don't do some things unless it was um, either necessary or it brought me joy. And so, yeah, I have been home working on ranch projects the last two days and helping a friend, because that is one of my priorities, to make sure she survives, not just survives, but thrives through her very messy divorce. It's amazing to me how her soon-to-be ex-husband is not the person we thought he was, or not the person he presented as. He, you know, isn't paying child support, trying to get out of spousal, 
and just being quite sneaky about several things, and I'm so disappointed. So disappointed for him, disappointed for her, but, you know, I don't know if he realizes the consequences of quite a few of his choices. I mean, he's being told the consequences, but I don't know that he really gets it. And he's definitely putting out the energy or the, the you know, actions of not really caring about people he should be caring about. It's really quite um, unnerving. You know, like her and I talk about, we never would have guessed this is where her life would be. Such craziness and turmoil, and it's not really all that necessary. But, you know, we all make choices, right? We all react from the energy we are feeling, and we don't always stop and just take the time to dig a little deeper into it. Um, If we did do that, and let go a lot of our distractions, we would get to know ourselves a lot better. I've noticed that the energy right now is a lot of people reacting from ego and hurt feelings, and it's um, creating situations or they're attracting situations that are really... I don't even know the word for it. They're very tiring. And the the people are getting tired. With the work I do, I, I tell you, by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. I'm sleeping mostly well. Funky dreams, but that's just the nature of my business. But I'm tired. I'm tired of you know, dealing with all these energies. And so I realized that's what was making, you know, me (laughs) score high on the stress quiz. But, huh, I don't want to. (laughs) Huh, I got to change that. So I realized I needed to shift. I needed to shift my energy. I needed to shift my priorities and create more of a balance, if you will. So one thing that's going on the last, month or so is I'm seeing a lot of magpies. Now, I should go to the Stephen Farmer book, Animal Spirit Guides, and I should read to you what magpies are because it was really um, interesting to me, of course, because it always are. I'm seeing lots of them, like seriously. Only when I'm inside, though. Like when I go outside, they disappear, Um, Okay, so if a magpie is showing up in your world like it is in mine, lots of them. And I I really notice the black and white color. That tells me that that I'm being given messages of balance. Okay, I'm going to read you the whole thing about magpie because the thing is when you see one of these and you look up the symbolism in the book, you pick what jumps out at you. So I'm going to assume... (laughs) <laughs> whether correctly or incorrectly, that if I'm seeing a lot of magpies, maybe some of you are too. All right. 
If a magpie shows up, it means act on any and all opportunities that present themselves to you without hesitation. Pay attention to any signs or omens as they will serve to guide you, whether they're visual, auditory, or kinesthetic. Now, the visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, you need to know how you learn. One of those is always going to be your main go-to system. And if you don't know, book a session with me and I'll figure it out for you, with you. Okay. Be especially clear and straightforward in your verbal communication. Saying what you mean while at the same time listening carefully to what the other person is saying. Make sure you're using your intuitive and psychic gifts with pure intention and egoless service. It's important now to bring yourself to balance if you're polarized too much in one direction or another, such as masculine feminine, intellect or emotions, or spiritual mundane polarities. So when the magpie shows up for me, for me it's balance. That's the message. For some of you, it might be one of the other ones. Again, you got to know who you are. So if you find yourself in this energy like I was, of being, you know, here's some of the signs. You're overwhelmed by your sensitivity. Everything feels like it's bombarding you. You feel like you're getting too much information all the time and you are struggling to sort through it. That means you need a break. You need to simplify. If you don't feel good about yourself, you need a break. You need to simplify. You push yourself to go faster, to get more done. You're forgetful and can't focus. There's too much drama and negativity in your life. Your relationships are difficult, your body isn't cooperating, and you're experiencing burnout. All these are signs that you have too much going on and you need to bring in that balance, that juggling, and reprioritize and be try to be more present in your moments. I know it's not easy and it's you know, we feel obligations, we feel pushed, we feel pulled. But really, if you're trying to do too much, that means you're not doing any one thing to the best of your ability, right? We have too much going on. It's harder to bring our A game. I um, <laughs> It's been an interesting week, and it's only Wednesday. But... So, as you know, I do weddings, and I've been booking, it's wedding booking season for me, and I've been booking some awesome people, so much fun. But one of the things that I've learned from my wedding business over the last several years is when people book me verbally, but they don't give me the deposit or pay me, it's a big indication that they're booking me as a backup 
until they find somebody else that they truly want. So I was dealing with some people, and I had four requests for payment, and I was given excuses or ignored. And so I've been down this road before, and so what happened is that I have a big birthday coming up. I get to turn 50, and our summer is pretty busy, you know, with kids' activities and summer fun and all that stuff. And so there's not a lot of weekends that are open or else I'm doing a wedding. And so an opportunity for an event came up that my husband wanted to buy tickets for to celebrate my birthday and my oldest son's birthday is right around the same time. And so he kept asking me, well, did they pay you for this wedding yet? Have they, like, given you the deposit? Have they paid anything? And I'm like, no. So he assumed that, you know, happened in the past, that they were just trying to find somebody else. And so he bought tickets for this event. And then... So I had given them mentally a day. If they didn't pay by this day, I was done. And so I, (laughs) on the day, I got an email saying, um, you know, send me, can you send me the PayPal link again? I can't seem to find it. And I was actually on the phone with my husband. He was talking about checking in for what we had to get done that day as he was driving to one of his jobs. And I said that, and he's like, oh, I didn't think they were going to pay, and I got us some tickets. Well, bummer. Now, there was a lot of things about this wedding and the people I was dealing with that gave me a lot of red flags. Um, And, you know, I wasn't going to make a ton of money on this wedding because I had to drive. I was going to end up driving six hours for rehearsal and wedding day. And so, I mean, that just right there, I don't make any money, but I, you know, said I would do it. So when he told me that and I was, I have to cancel the wedding, I was so relieved because there was a lot of red flags. And the thing is, I did not want to spend my summer chasing and worrying because, I mean, if they took this long to give me some money, how long are they going to take to give me all the details I need to actually write the ceremony? And so I had to send them an email. (laughs) I was uncomfortable. It was, you know, stressful. Because, you know, I don't like disappointing people. But I knew it was the right thing for me and probably for them because I, well, they told me that they actually wanted somebody different, but it didn't work out several times. Okay, so I sent the email. I explained what happened. I gave them references and resources to find somebody else, and I got a reply that was, you know, guilt-inducing, but it wasn't terrible. Then I got a reply from the mother of the bride, 
who I had been dealing with, and she's the one that didn't really want me. She wanted somebody else, but they said no, several somebody else's. And I'm like, hey. And she gave me this big lecture on, you know, could I clarify? And so I forwarded her the email that I sent to her daughter with the resources and everything, because in her text message she said, you should at least help us find somebody else. Well, I had resources for them. Anyways, after I sent that, she texted me right back. They already found somebody else. So happy. (laughs) I didn't want, I wasn't trying to mess them up. I wasn't trying to make life difficult for them. But I ended up in a pickle. And my spidey senses are like, huh, that was pretty fast. So chances are, I was their total backup plan, that they really didn't want me. And then that was validated because the next day I got a text from the mother of the bride saying, oh, we found someone and they're perfect. Not quite like that. But it was very, um, we found someone and my daughter's happier. This is the person we really wanted kind of deal. Yay. Because let's be realistic. If you didn't really want me, let's not waste your time and mine. And, you know, in the months we were talking since about January, they, the mother of the bride told me that, oh, I'll just, can you just hold the date open, but if somebody else wants it, we'll take it, but we really want to find somebody else. Now, let's examine this from a different perspective. Why was I so foolish as to say yes to this when it was very clearly, <laughs> not even like subtly indicated that I was not the first choice or not even, we'll keep you as a backup, but if we can find somebody else, we're going to. That was very clearly indicated. And then promising payment for a month and a half and not doing it are also pretty clear signs. So then why would I feel guilty or terrible or any obligation when it wasn't reciprocated. Like they didn't, um, they didn't respect me and the fact that I'm running a business. So why was I continuing to um, accept that type of energy? Good question, right? Why, I mean, this is, this is a, a juicy, extreme example, but, like, we do this. We, we put ourselves in these energetic situations where we're not being respected. We're not being, um, like, held in or treated in a way that's courteous, yet somehow we feel that's okay. Somehow we feel that we deserve that. How often do we make excuses for the other person? Like some of the stuff this lady said to me, I I just discounted because it wasn't her wedding. And when I met the daughter and the fiancé, um, I... I I thought they were okay, like I didn't, you know, get any bad vibes or anything, 
but I didn't really feel they were totally invested in what I was offering. And it's interesting because I was also dealing with two other bride and grooms since then who were over the moon delighted with what I'm going to do for them and working with me. So why did I accept that is okay? And the fact that I felt such tremendous relief because I've had my doubts and red flags since the beginning, but why didn't I honor myself? I mean, it's not like they're bad people, and if I would have done the wedding, I'm sure it would have been fine and all that. But it was interesting to me how I was willing to disregard my own feelings in order to make it easier for someone else. And and I was shown blatantly contrasting energies like the other two couples that are so they've already they paid me up front too like as soon as we had the conversation and went through the details of their wedding they wanted to pay me right now so that they could make sure they booked me so why did I let that other one go on for so long why did I give accept excuses and interesting right where in your life are you doing this I had to dig in and see. I know why. Part of it was because I had done this wedding show and I was told that they were there and had talked to me briefly, but then there was contrasting stories on that too, and I don't think they were because what the mother said didn't match what the daughter said. Anyways, it seemed like there was this presented to me that they booked me through getting my information from that wedding show. And so because I paid a significant amount of money to be at that wedding show, and if I didn't accept this wedding, then I lost money. And so I felt I had to, right? All the things that go through your head. And yet I booked other weddings through that wedding show that paid me up front, and so then that took the pressure off of me because the business side of me was like, you have to say yes because otherwise you lose money for that wedding show, except for I had such a great time. (laughs) But, you know, this is what we do to ourselves. We make it an obligation because we feel less than or we feel like we need to do things a certain way. Where are you doing this in your life? Check in. Look a little deeper. And so when I, you know, gave myself permission to not worry about the money part, that yes, that weekend cost me a lot of money, but so what? I had great experiences. I made amazing connections with super fabulous people that I'm sure I will eventually get to work with, and that's happiness right there. Although I had to give myself permission to not look at it as a failure if I did not book any weddings from that event. See how we mess ourselves up? 
see how we can sabotage ourselves with our negative thinking. And so anyways, um, I get to go do something fun that weekend to celebrate my 50th birthday, and yay! And they found someone that they adore for their wedding, so it worked out the best for everybody. It just was a little sticky getting there, and I had to have boundaries, which I'm not always good at. (laughs) I'm a rescuer. I like to help people solve problems. I like to empower people to live a better life. And it's not always to my advantage. (laughs) Not even advantage. It just doesn't always work out energetically. And I can get myself into some interesting situations. But it's all learning, right? All learning. And we're all feeling this crazy energy of the world. And if we don't take the time to step back, reprioritize, simplify, create that balance. Because I've been talking about it this morning, I think I've only seen two magpies instead of the usual 10 to 20. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. They're pretty cool looking. And it's pretty funny that they're you know, haunting me, but still. I would also like you to consider what are your signs that you're overdoing it? What are your tells? if you will, as in poker tells, that you need to make some changes. Mine is the magpies. They come and hang out. Um, Sorry, my cows are... I see my diva bunch in the wrong pasture right now. Nice. Annabelle, of course, the lead diva cow. And I have to keep an eye on her that she doesn't have a baby because she doesn't have any milk, and so we end up bottle feeding. Oh, my bottle baby, he's so cute. He's weird, though. My husband has to do this whole ritual with him to get him to drink. <clears throat> of course, right? Not a surprise. <laughs> we like quirky here. Oh, something else. See, my focus ability is missing. We got to go to watch a circus camp show for Mother's Day. My youngest was in circus camp. I know, how cool is that, right? Anyways, (laughs) on the way back, we passed this ranch, and they had yaks. For reals. Bunches of yaks. I need to put on Facebook, whoever has that yak farm, I thank you. So we pull over to the side of the road, probably annoyed a lot of people on the double highway, Should have found an approach and ate our lunch and watched the yaks because they were worth watching, man. They are so weird looking, a little ugly, but cool. And they had like crazy horns and seriously made my day. I told my husband I want a yak for a pasture ornament. He's not totally on board, though. He's still trying to find me a highland cow for a pasture ornament. 
who's useful because she will have a baby, but so cool. And so we did. We pulled over, and we took the time to enjoy the site because this is, you know, what I'm trying to do more of. Slow it down. Appreciate the cool things, the eye candy of yaks. <laughs> I know that never gets old. My child at circus camp. We were teasing him he was going to clown school. But, you know, that doesn't have the same impact for this generation as it did for, you know, older, where we would, you know, make jokes about clown college. Anyways, yaks are worth watching. See? Squirrel. So I have a pretty um, intense, maybe? I don't know. Pretty, it's a little longer than my usual guided imagery because this, this one is for stress release. And we want to let out fears and concerns that are you know, causing havoc in your life. So I'll just give you a few seconds. So if you need to like wiggle, you need to like sit, take a drink of water, take some deep breaths, whatever you need to do to ground your energy, and we'll start this journey. And I'm trying to do it the last 30 minutes of the show so that if you need to come back to this, you absolutely can find it easier. All right. Settling your body now. And as you do, there is this distinct sinking down into the solid support beneath you that now begins to occur. Your body just begins to let go now. It's been waiting and now the time is here and it begins to just let go. And at the same time, paying attention to your breathing, just being appreciative of that breath of yours and having an awareness of it. In a moment, you will notice a shift begin to happen. And when you do, the eyes will close if they haven't already closed. In fact, as eyes close, take three big, deep breaths. Three big, deep breaths. These breaths signal that you are going within. Your body again sinks even more deeply and comfortably down into the solid support beneath you as your normal, natural rhythm of breathing happens. Your breath, 
breathing in and breathing out. Just simply breathing. No more, no less. Breathing in and breathing out. No more of the hubbub right now. This is some special relaxing time just for you. This is where you get drifted away and can leave it all behind you. This is an altered state of time and space that allows you to be serene and comfortable. Even though you love it all, the people, the places, the activity, now it is time to drift away. Now it is the time to move out of the crowd for now. Now it is time to become relaxed and easy with your normal, natural rhythm of breathing. Just letting go. Letting go of it all. And as you turn your attention to your feet, let yourself welcome and allow this relaxation sensation as it progresses from your toes to your heels, ankles, your calves, knees, and your thighs. As you become aware of your legs relaxing, a deep inner calm begins to form and it strengthens and deepens with every breath. And this relaxation sensation begins to move up through your hips, abs, solar plexus, each and every breath releasing, relaxing, and letting go. Each breath takes you deeper. The deeper you go, the more relaxed you become. And the more relaxed you become, the deeper you go. And this relaxation sensation continues moving up in a warm and nurturing way through your chest and into your shoulders the muscles in front, in back, on top, relaxing now. As though you could imagine healing hands being placed on those shoulders and all the burdens simply melt away. The warmth as you release, relax, and let go with every breath. And down through your upper arms, lower arms, into your hands as you release any remaining negatives 
right out through the ends of your fingertips into the universe, where they can no longer harm you or anyone else. The soothing relaxation begins to swirl all around you, as though wrapping you in a beautiful cloak of comfort. And the relaxation sensation moves across your upper back and down through your middle back and into your lower back. Each breath releasing now as deeper and deeper you go. Breathing in the positives and breathing out the negatives. Each breath continues to work for you. Breathing in the positives to the mind, the relaxation to the body, breathing out the negatives from the mind, the tension and stress from the body, your very own breath is associated to a positive flow. With each breath, more and more relaxation, more and more comfort. And your relaxation swirls all around you as comfortable, loving energy. And from that lower back area now, send the sensation of relaxation all the way down to the back side of your body, back down to the feet, because in a moment, when we count backwards from five to zero, your body prepares you to enter this state of hypnosis more deeply at zero. So from the back of your neck, up over the back of your head, all around the crown area, down over your forehead, your eyes, nose, mouth, your jaw muscles, facial muscles, releasing, relaxing, and letting go. And now at five, Four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply relaxed. So, in the stillness now of this loving energy of deep relaxation, you find yourself drifting even deeper and deeper down into the center of yourself the deepest center, where it is so serene and comforting all around you. And that's when you begin to be aware of the healing light of relief. It comes down from way, way, way out far beyond the beyond. And it has your name on it this healing light from the outer cosmos flows down through the universe, through the skies above, over this structure, comes through and just gently graces the crown of your head. And the healing light flows down through your head, neck, and shoulders, down through your arms, hands, and fingers, down through your chest, 
solar plexus and abs. Down and around through your hips, thighs, knees, and calves. Through your ankles, heels, feet, and toes. This healing light sinks deeper within now, reaching you in that deepest center of yourself where it is so serene and comforting all around. This healing light flows into every cell of every muscle, tissue, fiber, organ, bone of your body. And it does its good work for which it is meant and nothing more. And that something within that knows begins to stir way down deep inside in that center core of you. It responds to the healing light. A wisdom for you that wants to come forward with a message today. Some sort of special message that is what you have been needing and wanting even now. In this comfort, all cozy and warm, with the healing light all around, something more on its way to you. And as you open to allow it, as you are open to allow the gift from within, everything softens from within and from without. And opening up to receive and allow is softening all the edges, smoothing them out, and a deeper, relaxed comfort begins to occur. As now, it is simply all about listening. Listening with the heart to hear that you are lovable and loving and to hear that extra special message from the something within that knows. Squared away deeply comfortable now, that loving healing light all around helps to bring it forth. And whether the message comes now or a few moments from now, it will come. It might even pop into your conscious, outer, awake life or show up in a dream somewhere, but it will come because you are listening from your heart and you will hear in your mind what the something within wants you to know. And with this comes an upliftment. The whole thing just uplifts you right up to the top of your symbolic staircase. And with the loving energy all around, we deepen and strengthen with every step down. With the left foot first, 20, 19, 18, 
17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Drifting deeper now. All negatives have dissipated and disintegrated. And now it is to be in the quiet calm of the confidence to go forward, having been renewed from within. After this, Respite of an altered time and space experience of realignment. Take a few moments now, still secure within, healing light still with you, and let all the deep relaxing feelings, positive thoughts and ideas, let them find their just right place in the deeper mind to strengthen your mind and your body together. Take a few moments now Strengthen your mind and body together.
And for now, you are released into the world where you can now bring that very same relaxation, healing light, and healing love with confidence to your life and to the lives of others. So that in this whole being refreshment, you find you are yourself again. And you are ready to spread sunshine all around. And as you just let yourself feel the good qualities of your images, you may also find a deep appreciation for the wonders of your imagination. And as we begin to come up and out now, bring back the goodness of this rejuvenation into your conscious, outer awake life now. At zero, to reinforce it all, and now at one, with a deep cleansing breath in and release. Now at two, three, four, and five. Eyes open wide awake. One, two, three, four, five. Eyes open wide awake and alert. Say your name out loud. Breath in and let it out. That was spectacular. A lot happened in that guided imagery. A lot. So I'm just going to leave you with all that energy and encourage you to take some time to just be in the present moment. Find peace. Find your sanctuary, whatever it is, and enjoy it. Now that I'm feeling all sunshiny and refreshed, which is good because I do have a busy day, I'm going to sign off and I will be back next week. Hugs to all of you and thanks for listening. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. Psychic Cowgirl Radio.